Hello, and welcome to episode 5 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And uh, and we are back, episode 5. Heck yeah! Halfway to 10 episodes. We're there. We're, all, we're almost. We're, we're here. We're, we're, all, we're hey. on. We're on the road. We are. We're saying hello. Ten episodes. We'll be there soon. We're on the road in our apartment. On the road. <laughs> yes. On on the road again in the apartment at the kitchen table again, recording another <laughs> podcast again for like the fifth time for again. The, the f- Actually, it's like the seventh time or eighth because yeah. we lost like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Those unfortunately will never see the light of day, which sucks. So we actually made eight episodes. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> three of those will never see the light of day because the audio is bad. <laughs> so bad we can't salvage it. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. That happens when you start a podcast. You're going to you're gonna have some audio hiccups. Yeah. We've sure. had we've had our fair share of those. That's for sure. Heck yeah. But uh, but anyway, we are uh, we are glad to be back here this week, you know. Um, we've had some uh, challenges in terms of recording and figuring out when to record this week, but uh, but we're here. We're here. Things have unfortunately gotten in the way a little bit with scheduling and timing and as they always do. As they that always do. That happens like every week. We we are like, oh yeah, we'll record Friday, and then we don't record Friday. Yeah. Because X Y Z reason, and then we try and record earlier, and that doesn't happen. And, yeah. And we just eat pizza and watch, watch Punisher. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's that's what happened the last time we tried to record. Yeah, yeah. wasn't so much scheduling, which is so, so now we're gonna record this and then probably make mac and cheese yep. and hang out for the rest of the day. Then go see Justice League. Yep. And then I'm gonna record this late at night when we have to wake up at like 4 a.m. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Lynn's brother is actually running in the Philadelphia Marathon tomorrow. Yeah. So we're going down to Philadelphia to uh, cheer him on and uh, and give him good vibes as he uh, takes that 26.2 mile journey. Yeah, and while we just sit and watch, yep, and peacefully, and eat uh, roast pork sandwiches at the nearby Reading Terminal Market, heck yeah, and drink coffee because it's gonna be cold. Yep, I want some good old donuts, dude. When I go to the Reading Terminal Market, I'm in a zone. Yeah, for those of you that haven't been to Philadelphia, go to the Reading Terminal Market. Um, go to Denick's roast pork. Uh, it it arguably is better than a cheesesteak. I will tell you that. Much. I I will I will argue with that as well. It, yeah, it is better than a cheesesteak. Yeah. And, and you have to have some of those good old donuts. Mm-hmm. And then the cookie shop that's in there. Yep. Like, just bring a lot of money and expect to eat a lot of food. Because, yep. oh my god, Reading Terminal Market's like one of my favorite spots in Absolutely. Philly. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, should we get into the show then? Should we tell people what we tell the people what we do there, do here, if they're new to what we uh, what we do here? Well, I was just expecting you to go into that transition. But sure. If you have to explain it over mic and then go into it, that's your deal. Okay. Let me. <laughs> well, for those of you that are new here, since Lynn doesn't want to tell you, uh, what what we do here is we uh, we take it suggestions from the internet uh and for the first half of the show typically lynn will uh lynn will go to reddit and she'll go to the subreddit not the onion and she'll pull up some headlines of articles and we will uh tell the stories behind them we won't read the articles we'll just look at the headlines and just choose from there so lynn if you want to uh want to go to reddit and tell us uh what we'll be what we'll be choosing from today okay um i like just to do a little disclaimer I just look up the titles of these articles. I don't look up anything else. It's mm-hmm. just titles. It's titles of articles that you know apparently are true, and mm-hmm. and we just make stories off. She of she literally has my phone open to the Reddit app, and yes. we're just looking at the headlines. Okay, man finds car twenty years after forgetting where he parked it. Okay, that's um, very much a dude. Where's my car scenario? 
Oh no. Okay, we have our first oh no of the episode. Macklemore uses nude Justin Bieber painting as a sex aid. Ah, I heard about this. I heard about this. What the fuck? I heard about this. Now I want to read this. I don't want to touch that story with a 10-foot pole. Okay, I will give you two more suggestions then. Let's, and yeah. we'll forget the Macklemore story. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I don't want to... I don't want to touch that one. Okay, this one's kind of interesting. Indian app fights porn addiction with devotional songs and political speeches. Huh. Okay. Okay. Um, and the last one. Saudi Arabia's princely prisoners have been downgraded to a four-star hotel. Hmm. Huh. That's some interesting choices. So we have a car that was forgotten about for 20 years. Mm-hmm. We have the... What was the second one? The, the Indian app that fights porn addiction. Uh-huh. Or... Um, Saudi Arabia's princely prisoners being downgraded to four-star hotels. You know, I've always, I've always enjoyed the uh, the dude wears my car film, and I and I always am one to forget where I parked my car. So, I think we should explore how this man lost his car for twenty years and then finally just found it. Yeah, I, I agree. You agree? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so let's tell that story then. Okay. So Jerry was a humble man. You know, never never one to splurge, never one to really um, spend too much money. Mm-hmm. He spent, he always, you know, invested wisely and, and kept up with his payments on, on you know, rent and credit, and credit cards and everything. And it came to the point, he came to the point in his life where his beat up old car was, it was done for. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. Couldn't drive it anymore. He had to get a new one. So he... What kind of car did he drive before he... Dude, you're going to make me do math. I have no idea. You you get... What kind of Ma- car? I'm asking you to math for what kind of car? Can you? Yeah. It, well, I, I remember very vividly. It was a 1977 Ford Pinto. Oh, really, nice. really crappy Pinto. Yeah. It was really ugly. It was like mustard yellow. Um, mm. Well, he got it white. And then he painted it yellow. No, it just turned yellow over oh, time. Oh yeah. Well, his mom his mom rode with him a lot, and she was a cigarette smoker. So you know how how like cigarette smoke turns clothes like and your teeth yellow. So it turned the outside, it turned the outside of, his of the car, car yellow. Was she smoking on top of the car? Sometimes she did. Oh okay. If she was feeling a little rowdy, it that was day. The, it was the seventies. It was a weird time. <laughs> it was a weird time. It was a weird time. <laughs> so yeah, it was time to uh, turn that little boy in for for a new car. Uh huh. So he got the latest and greatest Mustang? That is a car. That is a car. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a car that's like reasonable but splurgy. And that's, that's, a, mu- that's, yeah. that's a Mustang. Mustang, yeah, that works. So, he, you know, he got like the latest and greatest Mustang. I still don't know what time what time period this is taking place in. Well, it's current day. Is, it, oh, it article. is current day? It was a new article. So, so he was so. driving a 1977 Ford Pinto? Hey, you take care of that thing, it can run forever. Probably the not. fuck? But... We'll go with it. We'll go with it. That's we'll a go. fucking old car. It is an old. It's an old car. It's a '77. Well, you see people driving around with like freaking. I drove a '93. Mu- you drove a '93 Geo Prism till that thing died. <laughs> anyway. But like you see people driving around in like '67 Mustangs that have been like pristinely like. But taken this care one of. wasn't pristine. I think we're fucking up our own story. Ah, eh, you know. Um, it's never gonna be perfect. So. um... Yeah, he got he got a 2017 Mustang, and um, he got it in 
just the fiery hottest red he could get it. <laughs> you know, got white stripes on the side. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. And um, don't cut that out. That was funny. <laughs> I won't be able to. It's like in the middle of a track. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he splurges for the first time in his life. Gets this awesome car. And decides, you know what? I'm going to do a bit of a road trip. I live in West Virginia. I'm going to go to New York for a weekend. So he goes all the way out to New York. Drives around. Parties in his car. And uh, and when it's time to go home, of course he was staying at a hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, why would he sleep in his car the entire time? Mm-hmm. So, of course, when it's time to go home, he can't find his keys. Like, he doesn't know where his keys are. Mm-hmm. So he can't find his car mm-hmm. can't like you know press the lock button and the horn goes off that's mm-hmm. not happening with him mm-hmm. he's like where where are my keys maybe i gave him to the valet maybe the valet has it goes over to valet he says hey do you have my keys i, I drive this fucking sweet ass mustang you would know it just by those that phrase alone and this valet this is one of the this is just a this is just a teenager who doesn't really give a shit about the job <laughs> yeah he just got it because it's a, it's a gig and he just needed some money mm-hmm. and he's like Dude, I I haven't seen a Mustang like all day, so you can just leave me alone and just, just go find it yourself. Yeah, all right, fuck off. Later, asshole. <laughs> so um, Jerry, with that, was like, "Shit, I don't I don't know where I left my car." Uh huh. Um, and then he, now he was in a predicament. He has to get home to go to work. Doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. He spent all of his money. On partying in New York and mm-hmm. buying this car, mm-hmm. so now he doesn't he can't get home and he can't get a ride home. So he's like, "Okay, this is a not good." It's it's just not good. It's a not good. It's a not good. <laughs> so he starts um he starts trying to like remember where he was the night before. You know, going back to the clubs, trying to see if he parked somewhere on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Looked all over the hotel room, can't see anything. He's he's fucked. Yeah, he is. F-U-C-K, all capitalization, mm-hmm. and then, like, small E-D, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... So, at, at that point, since he can't seem to find anything within the hotel room, he he goes down to the front desk. He goes down, talks to the front desk agents, and says... And, and Jerry... Jerry's voice is a... It's a little, uh, little weird. He, he's got a bit of a... Got a bit of a nasally voice. He's, uh... Well, I mean, he lives with his mom and drove a 1977 Ford Pinto until it died, so, so uh, he's, he's kind of expected. So, uh, he, he, go, he went down to the front desk and he, uh, talks to the front desk agent and says, Uh, ma'am, I seem to have, uh, seem to have misplaced my, uh, my brand new Ford Mustang, and I, and I can't seem to find it anywhere. Uh, would you happen to know if anybody has, uh, procured one of these vehicles in the last 24 hours or so? And this woman, much like the teenager in the front, she she doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's just sitting there, gobsnacking on that gum, just <coughs> like it was. She was a goddamn cow or some shit, <laughs> and um, and she just kind of slowly looks up at him, and then she rolls her eyes like the best eye roll you have ever seen. Of like, please get the fuck. She was just radiating. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and she looks over to her and she got over to Jerry, I'm sorry, and goes, Sir, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm front desk. I don't see fucking cars all day. Is this in Boston? You're <laughs> from Boston, you live in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Got a real Boston New York rivalry going on over here. 
And and with that, she just kind of goes back to her. She just like doesn't even say anymore. Just goes back to her desk and, mm-hmm. and does what she has to do. And and uh, Jerry is kind of realizing that um, he's in a bit of a pickle. Mm-hmm. So he he kind of maps back out. You know, okay, he can't get home. And he's he stands. So he stands in the middle of the lobby and starts to uh, plan out his next. Well, uh, I've got a. I've got to find a way to get back home. I don't have a vehicle. I don't have much money, but uh, but my credit card bills are paid off, so I could use my credit cards. But oh, dag nabbit! I left my wallet in the car. So now Jerry is just like he's stuck. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's stuck. He doesn't. He does not know where anything is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know where his keys are. He doesn't know where his car is. Nothing. So the first thing he thinks is. Well, maybe I could get like a weekend job and just like work in the rest of the weekend, mm-hmm. and then I'll have enough money to get home, and then it'll be fine. There, there's bound to be a restaurant or two looking for a a bus a, boy, a bus boy or a dishwasher that'll that'll take me on for the weekend and and pay me handsomely for my services. Can I just say, I love Jerry. I want to give him a hug. You you want to give Jerry a big old hug? I do. He sounds like such a little sweetheart. I love it. <laughs> So that's what Jerry does. Jerry goes out and he he gets a, a decent a decent job as mm-hmm. a um, dishwasher mm-hmm. and he goes, I just need this for the weekend. I just need to get back home. And and they are like, ah, we don't fucking care. People normally quit by the end of the week anyway. Who cares? <laughs> so he takes it and he is the best dishwasher this world has ever seen. And, and just he, the best. Yeah. And and funny enough, there happened to be a. Um, there happened to be a food critic there at the at the restaurant he was working at. It's this very nice upscale, you know, Italian place in uh, because this is set in New York. Yeah, this is like this is downtown Manhattan. This is Manhattan, like right in the center. Mm. Real nice Italian place. And there was a food critic there that night, and he happened to go back in the kitchen to go talk to the chef as they normally do. Mm. Talked about the meal, and they saw this. And they saw Jerry there, just you know, working his ass off with cleaning these dishes. And the food critic was mesmerized. He he needed to know more, so he goes over to Jerry and and starts asking him questions about you know where did you where did you learn how to do this and where, where did, did you, you learn how to wash dishes? Where did you learn how to wash dishes? Where did you come from? And he, and Jerry just you know sheepishly is like, oh, well, sir, I uh, I just uh, I, it's it seems to be second nature to me. I just uh, I just like to do dishes. I like to keep things clean and organized, and uh, it just seems to be the perfect fit for me here. And I'm uh. I'm very happy to be here, even if it's only for the weekend. And and with this, the food critic looks at um, the food critic looks at Jerry and goes, "You know, the food here fucking sucks, <laughs> but these dishes, these dishes are the cleanest dishes I have ever seen in New York. How about you come work in my restaurant full time?" Yeah, because this food critic also owned his own restaurant. It was yeah, duh. And, yeah, that's because really they're mostly restaurant restaurateurs mm-hmm. that are food critics. So yeah, so Jerry. Jerry got a gig at this at this guy's restaurant and ended up uh, and ended up going over there the next day, and became you know well known immediately as mm-hmm. the as the guy who could who could clean dishes faster than anybody, faster and cleaner yeah. than anybody in in the industry. Any anything because you know how they have those dishwashing machines now, mm-hmm. not like the, the <laughs> those good old dishwashing machines. I hear they knew. <laughs> I'm talking about those industrial ones where you like put them all. Okay, but what you said. You, yes, it's not. You were talking I, as if I've never heard of a dishwasher. Yes, I, I know. I know. Yes, this is 1967. 
No. Uh, oh my goodness. But uh, but anyway, yeah, faster than like any any dishwasher, mm. uh, human or robotic could could do. And oh, there's well, I guess there are human dishwashers. I get it. Yes. I get it. Yes, you forgot. I'll stop he, uh, J- Jerry's a human dishwasher. Uh, duh. Are is you forget? Are you forgetting the plot of your own story? I'm sorry. This story is <laughs> going to trash. Yes. Um, um. So with that, Jerry just decides. Uh, you know, maybe I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just stay in New York for a bit. Um. It seems like I could just afford an apartment with what I have. Yeah, you know. And I, start another humble life here, away from Bob. I can, uh, I can work for, I can work for a good living, and I don't need much. I'm not a, I'm not a guy who needs to live with a lot of material possessions. You know, I, I bought that nice car, but you know, I can live with, I can live in a broom closet if I needed to, as long as I'm in, living my dream and enjoying myself. That's all I really care about. I'll get my car back one day, but uh, but for now, let's enjoy the city. <laughs> and with that, Jerry Jerry lives in the city for twenty years. Yeah, just you know, he gets used to the hustle and bustle, and he finds comfort in in the never ending cycle of life there, yeah. and and how you know the city never sleeps, and. Mm-hmm. And how you know it's it's much different from his small town West Virginia home. Yeah, I mean the re- the restaurant life in New York City is one of the craziest lives you could ever possibly mm-hmm. live. You know, servers and cooks and you know hostesses, things like that. Just the most ridiculous things happen in New York City. But none of that faced Jerry. Jerry was so laser focused on enjoying the time he spent there that it was you know that it was his dream, and this mm-hmm. is what he was going to do. So yeah. so um. One day, Jerry decides kind of like to take... He, he's 20, 20 years in now. Mm-hmm. He's not just a restaurant dishwasher anymore. He, he's a manager. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he worked his way up, and he's, he's got a sweet gig. And um, so he decides, you know, it's been a while. I kind of want to take a trip down memory lane to see how I ended up here. I don't quite remember. Um, so he starts, he starts walking down the streets that he first walked down in New York City and... Mm-hmm. And on the side of the road, he sees this rusty ass key, mm-hmm. and like uh, it, it's attached to a, a car remote that kind of seems beat up. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, 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 this looks familiar. I feel like I feel like I've seen this before somewhere. It's it's jogging some sort of memory. Oh, and with that, he goes. It goes into this giant dream, like quantum leap sequence in his head, where he's just flashing memories of the car and the keys and the road trip that he took up to New York it's all coming back to him it's all just hammering his mind and in his brain it's like wires in his yeah. brain all connecting together and he just starts booking it in a direction whoa no i got to find my car just starts running towards cuz now he knows uh the parking lot that he parked it in mm-hmm. It was on 42nd and 6th Ave. Mm-hmm. It was in a huge parking garage, mm-hmm. and he parked all the way at the top. Yeah. And he just starts booking it. Mm-hmm. And finally, he gets the, to the car garage. He goes all the way up to the top floor, and there his car is, looking almost as brand new as the day he bought it. You know, a little dirty. A little mm-hmm. dirty. But yeah. the paint's still there. It's not chipped away. <laughs> Some good-ass paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he goes up to it, and while the remote doesn't work, the key does. Mm-hmm. And he's able to open it. And sit in his car. Mm-hmm. You know, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It still smells new. It still smells. Oh my gosh. And 
Um, Jerry, being the humble man he is, he st- he paid off this car. It was a mm-hmm. lease. He yeah. just paid it off. Yeah, even though he wasn't driving it for the last one, he continued to pay it off because mm-hmm. you know you know if I continue to pay off this car, it's gonna pay dividends in the long run because my credit score will increase. I'll have a lot better chance of something in the future if I decide to go for a nice new car in 2030. You know, it'll really pay off. Mm-hmm. And it di- and it did because he his credit score was 800. He had, a, he had an 800 credit score because he continuously paid off that car and paid off all of his debts. Make sure you use Credit Karma, kids. Um, <laughs> this show is not sponsored by Credit Karma. But hey, Credit Karma, if you're listening, call us. Hey, we use you. Yes, we do. Um, so, so yeah. So now he's sitting in this car. The key is in his lap. And he's just bewildered. Mm-hmm. Because not only has he found this car that he has actually paid off with his own money, mm-hmm. but now this car is a fucking classic. Mm-hmm. It's worth so much, mm-hmm. and he's sitting in it. He owns it. Yep. So he slowly picks up the key and puts it in the ignition. Mm-hmm. And while the car sputtles, sputters at first, it hasn't been turned on in twenty years. Mm-hmm. It finally roars to life, mm-hmm. and and Jerry just lays back in the car and goes, "Yes!" <laughs> but after the initial, you know. In the after the initial joy of turning on the car and realizing that it still works after all this time, he he sat there and contemplated for a minute, and you know he said he said to himself, y- you know, I'm real, I really am happy that I'm reunited with this car, but but is this really what's making me truly happy in life? Is this really the the true form of happiness that I want? Do I really need this? Even though after all this time I thought I wanted it, and he. And he sat and thought for a moment and just contemplated, you know, everything that he's done up to this point, all the hours, all the blood, sweat, and tears that he put into his work, and how far he's come since, you know, being stranded on the streets in New York 20 years ago. And and he decided that, you know, as much as he did want to keep that car, he was going to sell it. He was going to sell it, he was going to keep the money, move into a nicer place, and continue working, working in the restaurants in New York. Because while the car... The car made him happy before. It wasn't what made him happy now. The end? The end. So humble. So I love Jerry. So humble, Jerry. I love Jerry. Jerry, I think, is the most humble guy we've we've I had. I want to hug him. You want... Can we go to New York and hug Jerry? I uh I I can make time for you. I can uh I can make sure I make some room in my small apartment Come for here, you. Come here, Jerry. Give oh. me a hug. My my name's not my name's not Jerry. I'm Evan. Mm. Oh, well, I don't want to hug you. I want to hug Jerry. Oh well, guess we have to go to New York City then. Cool. Find him. I'm cool. I like I like NYC. I do too. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a nice story. I feel like that was a very sweet story. Yeah, that was very sweet. We made a nice sweet little character named Jerry. Yeah. Um, granted, I don't know if he ever told his mom he moved to New York. <laughs> yeah. We never. Oops. <laughs> yeah, we never touched on that subplot. Whoops. We could uh, we could probably touch on that another time. Maybe if, if anybody wanted to hear a, a sequel to uh, to the story of Jerry. Yeah, if you want to hear about Jerry's mom. Yeah. And the the fight to find her son. Yeah. <laughs> let us know. You know. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you make sure you tell us on Twitter or in an email. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which maybe we should maybe we should go to break and tell them where they can the, find us. Tell the folks how they can find us and some cool stuff they may want to know. So. All right. Sound like a good idea. Sound like a good idea. All right. So. Uh, so let's take a break, and we will be back shortly with uh, with more Read Between. Hey guys, uh, thanks for listening to this week of Read Between. We love having you here, so it's great. 
to hear you, uh, to see you, to whatever you, recording, um, listening, whatever you're doing, I don't know. I, I, it's, it is noon and I have not finished my coffee yet. Um, <laughs> so, um, if you're interested in giving us some tips, if you want to tell us how we're doing, if you want to give suggestions of your own, you can do all of that. And we're on like multiple social media accounts. It's pretty cool. Um, so you can find us on Facebook at Read Between Cast. Um, just search Read Between. You'll probably find us. We're on YouTube. Again, just search Read Between Podcast. You will find us. We're on Twitter at Read Between Cast. You can email us at readbetweencast at gmail.com. Um, Evan and I have our own Twitters that we always say at the end of the show that you can give us advice on, but we would love to hear from you guys. We'd love to hear from you guys and and see what you guys think, what you guys say. Um, we think what we're going to start doing is that, you know, if you tweet about the, the podcast, we'll include you or, you know, a character that you want us to include. We'll try and include them in the stories. We think that would be kind of a fun way to... Uh, to work things in, to, you know, get you guys involved. Um, we're also, uh, forgot to say this one, we're also on um, on SoundCloud. You can find us on SoundCloud at Read Between Cast. We're, we're everywhere. We are, we're on, we're on, we're on iTunes, we're on, we're on the iTunes podcasts. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Let us know how we're doing, guys. Let us know, <laughs> let us know if we're, you know, if we suck or if we're great mostly if we're great if we suck that i mean that too just be polite maybe um, now that i've sufficiently wasted about two minutes of your time i'm gonna let you go and we're gonna go um tell another story all right welcome back we're here to tell you another story. Sit down, yeah. children, in your jammies. Sit, sit down, children, in the story circle, and we'll tell you another story today. Yeah, one, two, three, eyes on me. <laughs> you worked in a daycare. You know that too well. I did. I worked in a daycare, and guess what? They said I was the best storyteller. Really? The kids love... The only ones that wouldn't listen to me is because they were little shits. Uh, it was the third grade... Uh, no, the third year room. Okay. None of them would sit still. So that wasn't my fault because I was a great storyteller, but all the other kids sat down and listened to me when I told stories. Well, hey, it makes sense now that you're doing a storytelling podcast. Hell yeah. Makes total sense. Also, I hated working in a daycare. I was sick <laughs> for six months straight. Towards Ooh. the end, um, I was like throwing up. Like, Ooh. like you're just sick all the time because kids are germy. Ugh. Yeah, it's not fun. Maybe those stories will have to be told another day here on the podcast. I can tell you the story of how I threw up in my lap in my geoprism another day. Yeah, let's save that for another time. <laughs> save that for another time, I'd say. So, uh, oh goodness. Yeah. So, uh, so for the second half of the show here, what what I do is I go to a website called fantasynamegenerators.com, and I use their book title generator to randomly generate some names of stories. That uh that we can pick from and tell the story to. So mm -hmm. uh, so we've had some pretty interesting ones over the last couple weeks. Yep. So uh, so let's uh let's give the wheel a spin here. So Lynn, do you want to give me a uh, you want to give me a category? Um, could you just refresh me on the categories? Sure. There's uh adventure, children, drama, fantasy, horror, humor, mystery, nonfiction, romance, and sci-fi. Oh my God, there's so many. Let's go with adventure first. Adventure. All right. Spin the wheel. Two, three. 
Ooh, okay. Snake without a goal. <laughs> okay. Um, drama? Okay, drama. So we have snake without a goal. Mm-hmm. Okay, drama, spinning. Ooh, okay. There's some... Preparing for the prisoner. <laughs> okay. Snake with a goal. We've had a lot of preparing for with this one. Yeah. So snake with a goal, preparing for a prisoner. Okay, and last one, mystery. Mystery, okay. Who doesn't love a good mystery? Ooh. Okay. Cat of the flowers. Aww. <laughs> um... Snake with a goal, mm. preparing for the prisoner, cat of the flowers. What do you want to go with? Okay, so here's the thing. I love Cat of the Flowers. Uh-huh. I just... I don't know what we would do with that. Okay. Um, But I also really, really like Snake with a Goal. Snake with a Goal? So I think... I think I need to do a coin flip. You need to do a coin flip. All right. Um, can I don't actually have a coin. Can you pull up sure. the Google coin flip? The Google flip? coin flip coming right up. Oh, my goodness. All right. So... Um, so prepare a snake... Snake with a goal is with heads. With a goal is heads. Uh, cat of flowers is tails. Yes. Okay. Okay. And tails. Cat of the flowers. Cat of the flowers. All right. Let's tell the story of cat of the flowers. Yes. Let's do it. So mittens. Mittens was kind of like every other cat that had a family. It was an indoor. She was an indoor outdoor cat. Mm-hmm. Um, her her family for the most part kept her in. But if it was a nice day, she was allowed to go out. Mitten's favorite time of year was always spring. Mm. Uh, her family owned a lot of uh, gardens. They had a lot of gardens around their, their yard. And, mm-hmm. and she loved, you know, playing in the gardens and um, sleep, sleeping under, um, under the, the brush of the bushes and, mm-hmm. and, you know, sniffing the beautiful, beautiful tulips. I'm trying to name flowers, and this is not going on. <laughs> Do you want me to um, open Google so you can name no, flowers? No, the sad part is I should know. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, um, one day, Mittens kind of was just poking and prodding at some of the flowers, and and she felt as if they were watching her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she didn't know she didn't know why or how, because I mean she was a cat, mm-hmm. but but she just kind of went along with it, and she took her nap. She went under her favorite bush and. And took her nap. And when she woke up midday, the flowers, which are normally planted on the other side of the garden, were mm-hmm. now in front of her, watching her again. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden, as she's starting to awake, um, one of the flowers just starts going, Hey, 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 wake up, wake up. And the cat kind of, Mittens just kind of looked, Mittens doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. She just kind of looked at the flowers, and the flowers start talking again. So, uh, are you the guy? Is, is this... Is this one the guy? I don't think it's the guy. Is this the guy? I I don't know. It looks kind of like him, but I don't think it is. So so Mittens walks up to the two flowers that are talking, and she sniffs them, and then she just rubs her head against them. One, and the one is, hey, what what are you doing? What? That's not what you're supposed to do. Get get off me. I mean, this feels nice, but what the hell? Yeah, this is, we we're here for a very specific purpose, and you're and you're kind of messing it up. So Min stops and she she sits down and she waits for the flowers to explain. And um, it took it took the flowers a bit of time to understand mm-hmm. because again, you know, there's a there's a a barrier with communications. Right. And finally, the one just stands up and goes, "Listen, we were told in our prophecy that there would be a guy. The guy had ears and a tail, 
was striped like you, you were gonna get us out of here. You, you kind of look like the guy in the story, but we're not sure. We need to kind of test you a little bit to see if to see if you're really the guy. See if you're really the one that's going to save us from this garden. And so um, Mittens kind of lays back down and is kind of waiting for more explanation. She kind of understands, but she kind of don'ts. Mm. She keeps saying, like, they keep calling her a guy. Mm-hmm. She's not a guy. She's a girl. She's a girl. So she's just a little confused, but she's ready to play along. And they were like, Okay, first, you need to see if you can talk to the big ones. Mm -hmm. The people who think it's okay to drown us in the cold, freezing water. The ones that think it's okay to leave us out when it's really cold outside. You know, we freeze out here. We we freeze, and and our stems become ice, and we can break in half really easily. So can you talk to them, guy? So Mittens gets up. And the flowers follow her. I mean, they do it in such a way that, like, they try not to be as noticeable. But then again, it is a bunch of tulips just right. following this cat. Yeah. And um, and and they see through the window that when Mittens goes in, indoors, Mittens hops on the lap of of Stacy, who is the mom of the family. And Stacy is very um, I mean, Mittens is beloved mm-hmm. in this family. Right. So so when Stacy sees Mittens, it's not it's not anything hostile. She goes up. Oh, Mittens, how are you? And she starts petting Mittens. And Mittens meows once. Mm-hmm. And all the flowers gasp outside. <gasps> I think that might be the guy. This might be the guy. That's that's the battle cry of the guy. The guy, the guy knows how to talk to the big ones. This may be the real thing. And, and with that simple meow, Mittens was able to communicate to Stacy that Mittens was hungry. So Stacy goes, oh, are you hungry? Okay, let's go get you some food. And they walk away, and Mittens comes and has some food. And with that, she, after she has her little snack, mm-hmm. Mittens goes back outside and sits underneath that same bush and waits for the flowers to come back. And when they do come back, they all just, again, are staring at her in complete mm-hmm. silence until they go, this is the guy. This is the guy. This guy, this guy knows exactly what he's doing. Mittens... Mittens is still kind of, like, going with the flow a little bit. Mittens is just, like, Mittens is a young cat as well. Yeah, like, not a kitten, but, like, adolescent. Yeah, Mittens is, like, two, three years old. So still trying to figure out, you know, everything going on in the world and life. But, you know, she's kind of just, you know, she's figuring things out. She still, you know, she still plays with yarn. She still, like, chases birds outside. So, you know, she's, she's not gotten to the stage of adult cat yet where it's, you know, gone from oh i constantly want to play to eh, i just want to hang out yeah so yeah she's still adventurous and still very curious so so with that the flowers the flowers don't quite understand that like mittens doesn't have a game plan here she doesn't know what the fuck they want she yeah. doesn't she doesn't really care either she just kind of sees them as like tiny colorful humans mm-hmm. kind of situation yeah and and mittens doesn't mind the humans she doesn't mind them at all she, yeah. she you know whatever um, they're the they're the ones that feed her. They're the ones that clean her. They're the ones that keep her safe. So yeah, she's totally cool. She's cool with them. However, the flowers think that like she's got a plan in place and it's gonna happen today. So they go, okay. So what's the plan? What's your name? What do we call you, guy? What we need code names around here. We all have code names. I'm I'm uh I'm Eagle and this one here is I'm Gizmo. Eagle and Gizmo. We're we're the two leaders here. We're the ones to talk to if you got any problems. So. So you, but you gotta tell us what we're doing first. And Mittens then yawns, and and Gizmo and Eagle kind of look at each other. So are we napping? Is, is the plan to just nap for a while? I mean. And then Mittens just curls up and takes a nap. 
and then Gizmo and Eagle are just kind of dumbfounded. They're just standing there like, are we sure this is really the guy? I don't, I don't feel like we're doing anything to really advance our position here. Gizmo leans in and goes, do you really, really want to question the guy? Well, well look. I, I have been watching this guy for two years now. I have seen him kill multiple rats. I have seen him chase multiple birds. Do you really, do you really want to question this guy? Have you seen what he does to those birds? Well, I, I mean, I, I, no, but exactly. I just, it, it just, it something just doesn't seem right about this guy. Look, I'm gonna curl up and take a nap. Eagle, you do what you want. Look, I'm, just, I'm just still keeping an eye out. All right, I just gotta, I gotta watch my back. I gotta watch yours. So, I'm still, I'm still a little leery about this. Eagle, just remember. There's one thing we go on. It's loyalty. You're not showing much loyalty at the moment. I got you, bud. With that, Gizmo curls up and takes a nap next to Mittens. And when Mittens arises from her slumber, again, she sees just a bunch of curled up tulips now. Mm -hmm. And she sniffs them. She, like, moves them a little bit. And slowly the the flowers wake back up and they look back at Mittens and go, Okay, what's the plan here? We need a plan. Mm -hmm. We can't just we can't just sleep all day. We actually we need a plan of action. We need a plan to actually to get us out of this garden. And Mittens still is kind of like not sure what they want, so she starts moving, and that seems to be. I mean, the the tulips are into that. They go okay, okay. She's on the move. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And so uh, Mittens just simply walks back inside. Mm-hmm. There's a little cat door that she goes through. Yeah. So the flowers follow her in, and yeah. So the only thing we we failed to mention so far that these flowers can actually travel on their own. They don't yes. need to be. No, they don't need to be planted. I'm yeah. sorry, I thought that was established. Yeah, they were following. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Just so figured make that point known for the audience in case they didn't. Sorry, get that. I I thought no, I not. thought that was established. I'm just trying to help us both. Um, because <laughs> I'm starting to forget stuff. <laughs> I, I do improv for a living, and I forget details all the time. So, um, so they all go inside, and and Mins takes another nap inside, and um, now the flowers are just confused. Yeah, they're thinking, okay, maybe today's not the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're not doing this today. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's maybe it's next week. I don't know. We're just we're not getting any answers. We're just we're just following this guy around and napping. All right, let's just go back to our stations and see if the guy approaches us. And they all go back to their stations. And a week goes by, two weeks goes by, three weeks. Now it's getting like towards the end of spring. Mm -hmm. And it's getting a little questionable for them. They don't have a lot of time left. Gizmo is getting a little worried because Gizmo had loyalty for Mittens. Mm -hmm. But Mittens is not, not doing her part. Yeah. And a few more weeks go by. And now it's the first day of snow. And as these white flakes are coming down on the tulips, Gizmo, as he's shivering, is going, I thought he was the guy, guys. I'm sorry. And Mittens comes out Mm -hmm. and sits in front of them and just meows, starts Mm -hmm. meowing. Mm -hmm. And they're a little confused. But with the last inch that they have, they go up to, to Mittens. And Gizmo is just so... I believed in you. I trusted you. Mittens, what's going on? And Mittens just meows and walks away. So they start following her. And they go back inside. 
They're able to sneak past everybody inside, go downstairs. Mm -hmm. And when they go downstairs, Mittens has created in the back, in the very back corner of the garage, Mittens has created her own garden for the flowers. Wow. And with that, Gizmo just starts doing whatever flowers do when they cry. And he goes, I trusted you and my trust was real. Pollen just keeps falling from, from, from the bulb falling, of the flower. It's falling from the bulb of the flower. <laughs> and Mittens has thus saved her flower companions and kept them safe for the winter. And, and Eagle, as much as, as much as Eagle didn't want to believe in the prophecy, um, turns to Mittens and, and says, you know, guy, I, I I didn't have much faith in you, but but you pulled it you pulled it off. You actually did it. I I don't know why I didn't trust you to begin with, but uh but thanks. Th- thanks for saving us. A bunch of other flowers come up after um all of the thanks is given mm-hmm. and they thank Mittens with treats that they stole from the humans. <laughs> yeah, St- Stacy uh, over the over the past few weeks had noticed that that the uh, that the supply of uh, temptations cat treats had been had been su- oddly depleting over the past few weeks for no good reason. No good reason. She does she she doesn't tend to give them treats, but she keeps them just in case. Mm-hmm. And she noticed that like most of the bags were empty that she had had, and she had no idea why. And it turns out that Eagle and Gizmo um, had figured out how to get into the into the house, you know, with what little energy they had, even though it was cold. And they were stealing small bits of treats at a time. so. And um, with that, the, the flowers had a, a peaceful winter. They were able to stay alive, create offspring, keep growing and thriving as a community. And, Giz, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, Mittens got fucking fat. <laughs> mittens, yeah, yeah mittens, became, uh, mittens became almost Garfield-like. In, yeah, uh, she had to go on a diet soon after. Yeah, yeah. She had to do, like, water aerobics. Yeah. Like, you know how you... You see cats doing water aerobics. She, she she started her own water aerobics class. Yeah, which which actually because the fam Stacy and the family had a pool in the backyard, so luckily they could just do the water aerobics in the backyard. Yeah, and um, every time she'd be in the water, you know, mittens would look over, and uh, there would be Gizmo and Eagle waving her wave, on, waving her on, saying, "Good job, guy. You got this, guy. You got this, guy. <laughs> Keep on swimming." And uh, and they all lived happily ever after. The end. The end. These were sweet stories. These were sweet this stories week. today. I we like called this. It, we call this. You know how like TV has sweeps week. We call this sweets week here on Read Between. <laughs> we're gonna give you a little bit of a sweet tooth this it, week. We're gonna we're gonna put you. We're gonna wrap you in a blanket. We're gonna give you a nice hot cup of tea, and we're gonna tell you some nice wholesome stories. And that's what we did today. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah, I feel good too. I, I hope people feel good after listening to this. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah. Well, um, is it time to shamelessly plug ourselves? I think it is. I okay. think it's time to do the shameless plugs. Why don't All you right. go first this week? Okay. Um. So, I am on the internet. Did you know? I think um, we all are at this point. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I'm at Twitter. You can follow me at A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Um, I'm also on Twitch. Sometimes I stream video games. Um, that's also A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Um, and that's pretty much all I do. If I if I do anything on the internet, I post it on my Twitter. So go follow me on Twitter. Talk to me on Twitter. Tell me about the podcast. Tell me if you hate it. Tell me if you love it. Tell me I'm your favorite person in the whole world. Because I obviously am. She she needs that uh, verification from people that she's. Awesome. I do, or I die. I try I try to tell her like every day, just so she'll stay alive. Yes, yeah, yeah. but I will I will literally die. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at E underscore Williamson 93. I know the longest Twitter handle ever. Um, I don't really tweet as much anymore, but I'm trying to try to trying to actively tweet more. Um, I also do improv comedy here in the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area. If you're ever in the area, I perform with a team called Family Laundry on the second and fourth Saturday of every month at Steel Sacks in Bethlehem, PA, as part of the Improv Comedy Power Hour. Uh, if you have any questions or want to look up more information on those uh, shows, you can go to www.steelstacks.org slash comedy. That'll tell you about all of our shows as well as all the other shows coming up. Uh, I also have a show coming up at the end of November in Allentown at the Allentown Brew Works called Sitcom Night. It is a night full of partially improvised, partially scripted sitcoms that we're performing live for a live basement audience. Uh, it is on Thursday, November 30th at 8 p.m. Doors actually open at 7.30, and we are doing a live laugh track recording. So uh, we're going to be using that live laugh track during the show, during the sitcom. So uh, come on out, support some live local comedy if you're in the Allentown, Pennsylvania area, and you can come see me in person. And I'm not, I won't be just a disembodied voice that you hear on a podcast every week. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I think that's it for our shameless plugs this week. I think so. Uh, should, we, should we go over the social media one more time? Um, yeah, so we're, we're on everything. Yeah. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. We're on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a Gmail. And it's all pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So you, it's, if it's a social media outlet like Facebook, um, Twitter, Gmail, it's just read between the cast mm -hmm. and then whatever. Yeah. So um, Facebook.com slash read between cast, Twitter at read between cast, Gmail, read between cast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And then for as far as where to find the show, you can find it on YouTube, you can find it on iTunes, and you can find it on SoundCloud. Just search read between podcast. You're bound to find us there. Heck yeah. All right. Well, with that, we're going to let you enjoy the rest of your Monday. Yes. Um, have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Yep. We'll see you next week on the Read Between Podcast. See ya. Bye. <laughs>